Good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing on this wonderful Friday morning? I don't get uh, a lot of people get excited about Fridays because it's the end of the week, and I don't believe in that theory at all. No such thing as the end of the week for me. Every day is a wonderful day. But anyway, welcome, welcome, welcome. And anyway, today we're going to talk about more lies out in the industry and why they don't make sense. We're going to break it all down because I think instead of just making a blanket statement, let's actually rationally think of things and break it all down. I think that's really, really important. There's a lot of people who watched an interview this morning with Elon Musk and a reporter, and reporter makes the statement, and Elon Musk goes, give me an example. He goes, well, I can't think of anything in particular. And he's like, well, you just said there's been an, a, a, a great increase in, I think it was probably hate or whatever, you know, the usual, the usual line that journalists use. And he's like, okay, well, give me an example. One example. He goes, well, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. He goes, well, you just said there's been a massive increase of hate. Uh, and he goes, okay, well, then give me an example. I mean, it went back and forth. And he's like, so Elon finally said, you're a liar. Like, you are a liar. Like, boom, call the journalist right on it. Like, you make a statement, but you can't back it up. Like, it's easy to make a statement. Back it up with facts. Back it up with facts. I can make a statement. You're entitled to make a statement. I mean, it is your right to make a statement, but back it up with facts. Not opinions, but facts. Not what someone else said, but facts. First-hand information from you. Not what you read. Not someone else's opinion piece. Your experience. And maybe your experience is not a reflection of the overall experience. And maybe... You did something wrong. So again, back it up with facts. So let's talk about a couple of things. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I podcast eight times a week, but I do a Monday through Friday podcast called Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff. And pretty soon I'll be streaming on Rumble. And I'll be actually starting another podcast on saving the United States of America. I think, I don't know. It might be my, my thought. It's got to be. Not, it's nothing about dog training. Trust me, dog training is not my passion. Okay, making humans better, making myself better, making uh, a lot of things better is my passion. Making you know, uh, solving people's problems, and um, I'm seeing a lot of things go downhill, and that is going to be the theme of the podcast. I have no idea where it's going to go. I don't know what the title of it's going to be. The Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show was supposed to be something like that, but um, we'll be doing something um, uh, live on Rumble, but I need um, more subscribers on Rumble in order to stream live. Right now, you can actually see replays of what I've got on Rumble, but uh, once I'm on Rumble... Boom, we go, we go. So if I can ask for everybody to go to rumble.com slash C slash solid canine training. Just follow me. That's it. Follow me. That's all I need you to do. Anyway, today is talking about, I've heard this before. Maybe you've heard it before as well. It talks a lot about you should have a relationship with your dog or a client's dog. Remember, I'm a family pet dog trainer. That's what I am. I work with families and pets, and I work with, from a proactive side, I, we train obedience, we train confidence, and we do a lot of that through quote-unquote positive reinforcement training, just like everybody else except for we do it correctly where a lot of people I've seen are not even doing that correctly. But my specialty is stopping unwanted behaviors. I work with highly dangerous dogs. Most people wouldn't even go near these dogs. They said they will with their egos, but show me. <clears throat> not too many people will go toe-to-toe -to -toe with a 150-pound biting power breed. Not too many people. Well, you know, you're all tough in talk, but I've got the videos to prove it and 20 years of credibility. And I'm not a 
I'm not a social media dog trainer. This is just a podcast that I do. And I don't say that to be defensive. I don't say it out of cockiness. I say it out of because a lot of people have wrong misinformation. Their facts are wrong. They're parenting what they hear, but they don't do their research. So wake up. Go to my YouTube channel. Go to Instagram. Go to Facebook. I've been podcasting for 13 years, and I haven't had a radio show at the very, very beginning. Anyway, let's talk about this concept of I like to move a little bit slower, build a relationship with a dog, then I train them. Okay. I get it. Sounds good, right? Doesn't that sound good? I mean, trust me, we build relationships like right now. Vader is quietly lying down in place to my right. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I got to switch cameras. Let me just switch cameras really quick. Boom. Switch cameras. There he is right there. And there is Tex. There's, there he is right there. Okay. All right. Working on duration while I do my podcast. So he'll be there for, he's been there for already about 45 minutes and um, he is, uh, will be there throughout this show. And then I've got a nine o'clock, I've got a client, one of our board and train clients that's coming back for a refresher course. Remember, we do board and trains down here in Florida. We do them at the center and we do them right here with Joel and I at um, our personal home, but then also keep in mind only one dog at a time here, but we also go over to the center and work with those dogs and keep up. We just got four dogs that drove across country from California, four dogs from one family. And a lot of people are intrigued by that because number one, they came from California, but number two, there's four of them and um, we're training them all up. We show the point, we show the progress. So we show the work. We show the messy stuff. Speaking of messy stuff, we have a great, um, let me just go to another screen here. We've got a great uh, course. By the way, it's going up to full price in a day. Right now, the pre-sale Rehabbing a Fearful Dog, the full course, there's already 12 or 14, 15 videos up there. It's probably going to end up being about 25 videos in total. And um, not only is this good for fearful dogs, but it's good for troubleshooting of a lot of dogs. There's a huge amount of troubleshooting in this. This course right now is $50 off and the price goes up on the 15th, which is, I believe, in one or two days. So um, at a minimum, even if you are not part of our um, email list, you want to subscribe to it, hit the subscribe button. You don't have to buy anything at all, but you will get an email that offers a lot of different uh, motivational things, little tips, but also we send out specials to our email list that nobody else would ever know about. So it's a benefit to be on our email list. So sign up for that. So I got some homework for you. Sign up for the Rumble channel, sign up for our email list, but also if you're interested interested in a course, sign up for that. Okay. So two more days to save your $50. Remember, you can always throw it on a credit card. Don't forget this Sunday um, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. in Providence is the last, the the last day of the sale of all of our whatever is left at the training center. And there's a lot of stuff at the training center that is left. And Sunday is the last day after that. Everything goes away. The place gets emptied out, sweep the floors, and then we are gone. I am already gone, but Joel is gone. Courtney's gone. And uh, um, someone we know is actually going to be running the sale. So it's cash and carry. No, we don't deliver. No, we won't hold it. No, you can't pick it up on Saturday. First come, first serve. Bring your cash in hand. Be ready to buy and take away. All right? Got it? So bring your car, your truck, your trailer. If you're interested in larger things like the refrigerator, the washer, dryer, all the different furniture that's there, the desks, things like that. All right? That's the way it works. No, you can't PayPal me, Venmo me now because because the stuff's on Facebook Marketplace. Everybody wants to do that. No. 
the way Facebook Marketplace has worked is I've probably gotten over a thousand inquiries about different products and probably 10 people would show up. So that's why it's like, no, no. Who's put, who's put something on Facebook Marketplace and then they like people say they'll be there and they don't, they don't show up. So it's like, we don't do that. Anyway, let's talk about the relationship. So it's very common for people to say, build a relationship first with a dog, then start training it. Okay, sounds good. I mean, trust me, I want a great relationship with all dogs. You know, I mean, people know me from correcting dogs, but that's education. Like, who wouldn't stop a dog from doing a bad behavior, right? And it actually uh, builds a relationship. But let's say you don't want to do any training until you build a relationship. All right. Explain to me, explain to me, step by step, day by day, day one, and then how long does it take to build that relationship? First of all, tell me how long it takes to build a relationship before you can start training, and then tell me what every day looks like. So let's break it down. Explain it to me. Educate me. I'm a fucking idiot. Educate me. Now, did you know, did you know that when you think that you're building a relationship with that dog before you start training it, you are actually training the dog? Light bulb moment. So you say you don't want to train the dog until you build a relationship, but did you know from day one you're building a relationship already? I mean, you're training already. Excuse me. You're training already. Every interaction you have with that dog on the yes and no spectrum is called training. On the existing spectrum is called training. Did you know that? So you're actually a liar. You're actually a liar. You actually made a false statement. You actually are lying you're contradicting yourself you actually start training the minute you get the dog you say you're not you say you're building a relationship but you're not you're actually training the dog but let me give you another example we deal with a lot of dangerous dogs okay no let me give you a simple example let me give you a simpler example you get a dog you want to take it for a walk most people do okay it pulls like a freight train, but pulls your arm off. And you should walk your dog at least twice a day. What do you do? Sorry, I can't stop you from pulling yet because we have to build a relationship. Correct? I can't stop you from pulling yet because we have to build a relationship. Oh, no, 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 Jeff. I'll stop it from pulling. Oh, so you do start training the dog before you establish a relationship. Boom, you lied. You're full of shit. Let's say the dog barks every night in its kennel for an hour. It's from 2 to 3 a.m. Sorry, I can't stop you from barking because we don't have a relationship. Oh, no, no, no. I stop it from barking, Jeff, because, you know, the kids need sleep. My spouse needs sleep. I need sleep. Oh. You do stop the dog from barking. Boom. Now you're doing behavior modification. You actually apply a correction to the dog. You're training the dog before you build the relationship. Boom. Another lie. You're full of shit. You're lying to me now. Now you're lying to me now. How about this? We work with dangerous dogs. Dogs that love to go after humans, handlers, the public, other dogs. So I get a dog in to our training center. And as soon as I grab the leash, it comes up the leash and tries to bite my face. Now, if I use your philosophy that says you can't do any training yet until you build a relationship, okay. So at what point do I stop it from trying to bite my face 
from trying to go after other dogs, do I stop it from doing that? Sorry, dog. Yep, you're right. Keep going for my face every day. Keep lunging at my other dogs. At lunge at my kids. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Lunge at my kids. Don't worry about it. We'll build a relationship. We'll fix all that stuff. Actually, lunge at my spouse. As she calls, he or she calls a divorce lawyer. Sorry, honey. We don't have a relationship yet. Can't stop the dog. So, do you, are we getting anywhere with this? Do you understand what I'm saying? You're full of shit. You're a liar. You are a liar. This concept of you need to build a relationship before training is just like adopt, don't shop, is just like don't trade with fear, you know, don't train with pain, all this other taglines. You are full of shit. You want to make yourself look high and mighty instead of mean. Instead, you're an outright blatant fucking liar. And you're trying to sound, trying to sound like you're better, nicer, and well, it's directed at me a lot, and I'm not. I mean. Stupidest fucking concept I've ever heard in my life. Did you know? Did you know that training your dog actually builds a relationship? Bingo! Did you know it? Have you figured that one out yet? Have you actually thought about it? Rationally. Did you pull your head out of your ass and actually think about it rationally? That, there might be something to that concept. Maybe this fucking yelling guy is making a little bit of sense. Because I think rationally. I like facts. I like to live in the real world, not some fucking fantasy world that makes the public happy, but is real. I've got an obligation to myself, to the people around me, to the community, and to the dog. And I would like to know, day one, what do you do with this dog to build a relationship? What does it look like? Day two, day three, what are you doing with the dog? What are you doing with the dog? Well, then people are, then the next step is people say, oh, no, 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 Jeff, you misunderstood me. Okay. Just like I misunderstand the definition of force free, which I don't. Okay. I know the definition of force free, and I know that's a marketing ploy, and you're all fucking full of shit on that one. What I meant to say, Jeff, was I don't correct the dog until I've trained the dog like on its obedience. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I misunderstood. All right. So you do stop the pulling. Okay. How do you stop the barking, the lunging, the face biting? How do you stop all that? You ain't going to do it through a reward. You think by training your dog, the dog's going to stop trying to bite your face? Oh, no, 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 no. You're full of shit if you think that. Because you ain't working with dangerous dogs then. Oh, yes, I do. No, you do not. No, you do not. I work with man-eaters. I work with dogs that put people in the fucking hospital. Do not tell me that you do. Because you do not. When you approach a crate and the dog tries to take your fucking face off just to go to potty, do not tell me, do not tell me that you work with dangerous dogs. 
when you're working with a dog and you're doing obedient, when you're working, I'll give you one example. When I was in Phoenix, Arizona, and I've done 300 seminars around the world, by the way, I'm not banned in any fucking country except for countries who have these stupid COVID restriction policies because I'm not vaccinated. It's like, folks, wake the fuck up. COVID spreads vaccinated or not. Okay. In fact, I'm safer than you, if you, than you are, if you're vaccinated. Okay. The proof is fucking out there. Anyway. Phoenix, Arizona grabbed a Dutch shepherd leash. This dog wouldn't fucking stop going after my face. Every, I moved an inch. I would move an inch, boom, to my face. Another inch, boom, to my face. And the guy's like, yeah, he bites us too. He wears a muzzle almost 24-7. I said, okay, do you want me to fix it? He goes, please. I said, it's okay. So I fixed it. Took me five seconds to stop the dog from doing it. And then after that, dog stopped lunging in my face and listened to all of my commands. There we go. Now we can start having a relationship. But the relationship before I did that was the dog felt so empowered it could lunge in my face. So people that use that line, they're trying to make it sound like they're nice. They're more loving and caring. Okay. If that's what you want to convince yourself of, that's fine. But you're full of shit. Sorry. I'm going to call it like it is. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. It's funny. We're bringing Vader to the soccer practices. Yesterday was Thursday. Two days ago, three days ago on Tuesday, someone saw it. We bring different dogs there all the time. So someone asked us about, oh my God, these dogs are so well-behaved. And I'm like, okay, just because they can down and heal. And if that's what well-behaved is, okay. So someone says, how do you stop a dog from barking? The dog barks in the backyard. I said, well, simplest thing is get a bark collar. She's like, what? What does that do? I said, it's an automatic device. It goes off. It shocks the dog. Does it hurt? All depends. How much much the dog barks? Doesn't exactly feel good. That's called the incentive. It shouldn't feel. If it felt good, they'd keep barking, right? Bark, that felt good. Bark, that felt good. Right? If every time I barked, I got a cookie or a $5 bill. If every time I barked, I got a $5 bill, I'd bark a lot. Correct? Correct. So she was like, eh, I don't know. Anyway, Thursday, on the way out, last night, there was a woman next to us. She's like, I got a barking dog. He's outside. He's a German Shepherd. He barks only when he's outside. What do I do? I said, get a bark collar. She said, okay, yeah, someone else told me that. So I should get the one that just like, you know, vibrates. And I'm like, Get the shock one. And she's like cringed a little bit. The woman next to her is the one that I talked to on Tuesday that also cringed. She had a, she had a shock collar she bought. She put it on her dog. She literally said to the woman, get one. It's the best thing I've ever done. In one fucking day, she stopped barking. She went from cringing to purchasing to being happy. In one day, she said it to someone else. You want to change the fucking world, know your goddamn facts, and get the shit done. I'll see you Saturday at the game. We'll see if you got the cow or not. See if she got the cow or not. I mean, do you want, do you want things fixed or do you don't want things fixed? Or you can spend the next year trying to shut your dog up outside from barking when nobody's home. How do you stop your dog from barking when nobody's home? How do you stop your dog from barking when nobody's home? Give me an answer on that one. I'd like to know it and see it. I can say it, but I, I want to see it. You can say it, but I want proof. What do we got here for questions? 
My name is Jeff Kelvin of Solid Canine Training. Don't forget, let's go to um, screen share. Don't forget, subscribe to our email list. Our Fearful Dog course, which is also a troubleshooting course. It's on pre-sale for 147. It goes up to 197 in two days. And it's also great for troubleshooting dogs. Let's see. Joe, you're brand new. Welcome to the show. Uh, Church hymn and Psalms. Oh, hello. How are you? We have a five-month-old Ridgeback, Rhodesian Ridgeback puppy, and it's very challenging. Well, it's a Rhodesian Ridgeback. Yep, they're challenging. That's Those are power breed hunting dogs. Um, everything we read says that you can only train Ridgebacks positively or they will crumble. Bull fucking shit you've been lied to. You've been lied to. Every book says that about dogs. They're dogs. Every book says that. They can only be trained with positive or they'll crumble. If a Ridgeback crumbles, it's a shitty fucking Ridgeback. Ridgeback, you know, you know what they use Ridgebacks for? Do you know what they use Ridgebacks for? You know my, my buddy Greg, Greg, sorry, Greg in Australia, who saw, the who saw the video of the guy punching the kangaroo in Australia? It's a buddy of mine, Greg. He's six foot five. And by the way, in Australia, they ban guns, but he owns many. He's been hired by the government for population control of kangaroos and wild boar. He goes out every night and hunts. He sends out, he's got a GPS system that has an eight mile radius. He sends out four dogs, which he calls, I think, trackers. I don't know much about like the industry, but he sends out four dogs. Okay. And he sees them moving, 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 moving. And then he sees them stop. And he can tell it's like they got a boar. They got a boar cornered. They don't bite them. They corner them. Or they get all around them so the boar can't move. Then he drives his truck out there. And as soon as he sees those dogs, he sends off two of his dogs that are still on the truck. Now, those dogs are all armored up. All right? Those dogs are armored up. Sends those dogs out, calls off the four do other dogs. They bite, they grab the dog by the ears usually, and then he comes up and he kills them. Sounds horrific, but welcome to nature. That video was circulating in Australia for a year before I made it to the United States. And until then, he was massively, massively, massively trying to be canceled. Had to move his family, pull his kids out of school. Really nice guy. But people don't understand kangaroos and the damage they can do. That kangaroo almost was going to kill his dog. It was ready to. Watch the video in slow motion. What they do is they back up on their back, on their tail, and they use their back legs, and they will slice open a dog. Look at their front front paws. They will slice you open, and they will gut you without thinking twice. So punching a kangaroo is no big deal. And it was about to kill his dog. And he could have, he could have easily... Just taking one of his guns and just shot the kangaroo. Easily. Easily. He didn't even have to get off the truck. He didn't even have to get off the truck. So, by the way, he uses Ridgebacks. Okay? Um, he bites, scratches, jumps, and pulls. That's because you haven't learned how to properly apply a Punisher. Nothing we try is working. Okay. Nothing you know about is working. Nothing you know about is working. But I assure you, if we do a 30-minute consult, and you can get those on our academy, go to our academy, which is right here. Go to our academy, right here. Let me go to that page. Under programs, right there. Programs and online courses, go to one-on-one -on -one online consults. Click on that. Purchase a, a consult. I'll email you and we'll schedule that. I do them all day long, seven days a week.
everything you know about. So you need to know how to apply a punisher. That dog is five months old. It's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Nine months old, it'll be a holy terror. Most of that stuff I can stop in a day. I'm located down here in Florida. I don't know where you are. We do boarding trains, but over the phone, I can stop it in a day. But you've got to understand how to apply a correction. It's actually called a punisher, but you've been told not to use a punisher. It'll make the relationship worse. The dog will crumble. It'll make the dog more aggressive. Bullshit. No, it won't. You're on the road to more aggressive right now. You're on the road to more. And if you have children, this dog will end up out of your house before it's a year old. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I've seen this. I've been doing this for 20 years. 10,000 dogs. So it sounds like I'm cocky, but I'm not. I'm trying to save this dog's life, and I'm trying to keep this dog in the family. You can turn this dog around. You can probably turn this dog around in less than a week. And in a month, you can have a dog that you don't even recognize. In a good way. In a good way. You just have not been taught how to stop behaviors. Remember, you've only been taught on how to train behaviors, but everybody that you go to doesn't know how to stop unwanted behaviors. So nothing we try is working. What are you trying? We have we have probably we have time. We have time. So write down below what have you what are you trying to stop this stuff? Okay. Just so I know like the method. I don't want to know who you're going to. I don't want to know who you gave advice. I just want to know the methodology that you're using. Okay? Just remember, this industry is filled, of un filled with unethical people that lie. They preach one thing, so they preach, don't ever correct your dog. Guess what they do when they go home? They correct their dogs. I assure you, guaranteed, 100%. I know they do. Because I know these people. I know who these people are. Brittany says, any breed can be trained with a balanced training. Jeff has changed my life. Happy Friday, all. Hey, Brittany, how are you? Without the E, that's Angela points that out. By the way, Angela's podcast is this Sunday. My 10-year-old son has his own podcast. He's doing it on um, mythology this week, I believe. So get your questions ready. Brittany said, force freeze a scam in my eyes. I wasted so much money with zero results. Do what works for your dog. Yep. The way we train works with not just us. But many people like us. I'm just the guy with a big mouth who has a podcast. I assure you there's thousands of trainers just like me doing the exact same thing or something very, very similar. Happy Friday, y'all. How's the leg healing up, Jeff? Pretty good. Not bad. Still hurts. But I've got a high pain tolerance. I'm an ex-athlete. So pain, I can work through pain. I did fall on my fucking face this morning. Getting out of bed. Because I wake up early at 2 in the morning. So when I woke up and I put my legs down to go to the bathroom and, you know, start my morning because I listen, I do a lot of stuff early in the morning before the gym opens. And um, I, for some reason, uh, my leg gave out and boom, I crashed to my floor. It's funny. There's a small gap between my nightstand and my bed. And I fell like in between the gap. Who's from the UK? Mind the gap? Who's from the UK? I didn't fucking mind the gap. I fell right between the gap. Right on my ass. I was stuck there. It's two in the morning. I'm stuck there. I couldn't fucking move. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up. I couldn't get up because my, my leg, if you, my leg is, 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 my right leg was injured, so it's weakened. But I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm probably on it too much. Um, all your jokes in the fearful dog course had me cracking up. Oh, she left jokes in. Oh, you should see the stuff that she's probably cut out. Yeah, she yells at me all the time. Jeff, stop it. You're going to make me do too much editing. Uh, Avi says, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Avi. How are you? Stunkle Buns, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Stunkle Buns, how are you? Good to see you yesterday on yesterday's Zoom. Brittany, oh, uh, that was great with Elon. Um, zero examples. Yeah. You saw the same you saw the same interview? It was a five-minute and 32-second clip, I believe. It was a clip of a longer interview. Every everybody loves to throw out stuff, but they have no data to back it up. No data. And not even only data, data could be just like an example. 
They don't have an example of backing it up. Using a bonker, which is a wrapped up towel on a Boston Terrier, um, makes their eyes pop out. Really, how many? How many dogs do you know that have been bogged whose eyes have popped out? How many dogs? Give me one example. Show me. Show me the vet report. Show me the vet report. I want to see it. Bonking a dog makes it worse. Bonking a dog makes it more fearful. Bonking a dog makes the dog hand shy. Bonking a dog ruins a relationship. Bonking the dog does this. Da, 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 da. For some weird reason, all we ever see, because I bonk dogs a lot, if you know what a bonker is, it's a cotton, rolled up cotton towel. It, it, all, all we see is dogs stop doing bad things and they start making better choices. That's all we see. That's it. And then we can start rewarding them for making good choices. Wow, what a concept. You get a one-second correction for making a bad choice. You stop doing the bad choice. You start making the right choice. And then I get to reward you for making the right choice constantly. Wow. So I stopped the unwanted behavior by applying a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior. Then I get to use positive reinforcement to increase the behavior that you're now doing. So 99% of the time I get to reward you and I only have to apply a punisher 1% of the time. Meanwhile, that 1% of, the, of the, right now occupies 50% of my time because you're always misbehaving. But out of the 86,400 seconds in a day, I only have to spend less than 10 seconds telling you not to do something. Wow. Could it be that easy? Mm -hmm. Yep, sure can. Sure can. Well, some dogs respond well to corrections. Really? No, all dogs. Uh, Monica uh, says, good afternoon, good afternoon. Um, Hannibal, happy Friday. Good morning, friends. Hannibal, you nailed it. Good morning, friends. Damn right. We have a great community here. We have a wonderful community. Uh, join my Rumble page, please. Rumble.com slash C, like cat or customer, actually, slash solid canine training. Join my Rumble page, and uh, I'll be able to start a brand new live show talking about what the fuck is going on in this country. That, it's going to piss a lot of people off. Yes, men shouldn't be not competing in women's sports. Oh, I'm pissing people off. John says, good morning, y'all. Good morning. Uh, Brittany says, hey, y'all. Hope everyone uh, is having a great morning. Agreed, 100%. Good morning. Happy Friday from Allison. Melissa, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Um, Douglas says, just bought the Fearful Dog course. Douglas, thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's actually how I make a living. Selling courses, training dogs. Avi says, uh, example one, since started training, especially since using Vina Graduate, my relationship has improved tremendously. I think it's the opposite. Training builds a relationship. Bingo! You nailed it! So, have you, ever, have you actually ever thought that training the dog, that training the dog actually builds a better relationship? And for fearful dogs, the best tool for a fearful dog, in my opinion, which is based on 20 years experience, 10,000 dogs, so I've got some data there. One of the best tools, a remote collar. Oh, what? Blasphemy. How could it be? The dog's afraid and you're shocking it? That doesn't make sense. Nope. A lot of things in life don't make sense. That doesn't mean it's not true. That doesn't mean it works or doesn't work. Proof. Where's the proof? We have video documentation. Bulldog. Good to see, like... Uh, 
Dark Vader grows steadily into a stable dog. I'm training my Rottweiler, and it's getting better and better. Thanks to you, Jeff. Bulldog, actually, thanks to you. I just scream and shout. I just rant away. Now, when I make my training videos, I don't. When I train dogs, I'm quiet, actually. When people actually meet me in public, they're like, Jeff, you're really quiet. I'm like, I know. I'm a quiet person. This is my podcast. People don't understand. Like, this is a podcast. It's edutainment. Edutainment. It's edutainment. Daniel, um, good morning from New Zealand. How are you, New Zealand? How are you? Deb, good morning, Jeff. Still listening every AM. Just no questions lately. I've learned so much from you. I listen because I always pick up bits and pieces that help weekly with my clients. Awesome, Deb. Glad you're learning. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning. How are you, buddy? You can do your laundry? Yeah. Nice job. Go get a uh, go get your ladder and ask Joel. All right? Kid does his own laundry. He's 10 years old. How many grown-ass men are still having their fucking mothers do their laundry? Grow the fuck up, guys. Strap on a set of fucking balls. Do your own damn laundry. My 10-year-old son does his own damn laundry. All right? Bringing their laundry home to their mother to do. Call yourself a man. Allison, love your show. It gives me great responses ready to use when people talk shit. Yeah. Or just say what's in your heart, Allison. Say what's in your heart. Daro, facts are hard. Feelings are whatever you want. Yeah. Facts don't care about your feelings. So if I send, if I say something factual and you say, ooh, that triggered me. That offended me. Okay. Sorry. It's not my problem. Work on your shit. Work on your self-worth. Sorry you were triggered. Why did it trigger you? Have you ever been to therapy before? Figure it out. Why were you triggered? Why were you triggered? What about what about your past? Have you not resolved? Or what preconceived situation, preconceived, preconceived thing you've got in your mind that triggered you because someone made a neutral statement? Why? Or are you thinking so emotionally you can't actually think factually? so my statement is just a statement how you feel about that statement is on you Avi they also use Rusebecks for hunting lions yep they sure do so huh don't correct a dog that hunts a lion because they might crumble Huh. Interesting theory, whoever came up with that. Never, because I'll tell you what, if you don't correct the dog, guess who's going to? The lion. And what do you think that's going to look like? It's going to look like three days later after it takes a shit, you'll be able to sort through the fucking pieces and see your dog. Murph says, I finally emailed you. Well, thank you, Murph. Ninja Hound, Force Free makes me so frustrated watching owners struggle. Yeah. Force Free is a scam. Um, so, Force Free is a scam. It's a total scam. It's a total scam. I would love to see Force Free work. And first of all, there's people that say they're force-free, but they're not force-free. Show, me show me a video of yourself training a dog. You're a force-free trainer. Show me a video of yourself, of, of you training a dog. Not only, not only training a dog, I'll give you an easy dog to train, but then show me one of a real dog in a family that already has established bad behaviors. 
show show me how you would go into a family that's struggling with five major behavioral issues and show me how your theory works and show me i want to make sure it's 100% force free no force used whatsoever and by the way by the way by the way coercion is force so that means you can't even use coercion on the dog at all if you know what coercion is look it up just don't go to wikipedia because they change the meanings of things to appeal to the woke mob. Terry says, aren't Boston's eyes already bulging out a lot? Yes, yes, they are. Some people, children, bonkers are great. Yep. We're ready. Jamie says, we're ready for rumble. Yep, me too. Sign up. Deb says, trying to decide about the fearful dog course, I correct fearful behaviors like you and have been successful with it for years. However, never said dog as fearful as Vader. Yeah. Um, what do you think? I think, Deb, as a trainer yourself, for the amount of money that it is, which is not a lot, this course should be a five, six, seven hundred dollar course, in my opinion. The amount of and the price is going up tomorrow. Can you, oh, can you show Angelo how to get the soap down because he can't reach it? No, we can get his ladder. Okay, I would like him to learn, please. Um, because he knows how to do everything else. So you'll learn, you'll get tidbits. Say you pick up six things. Say, Deb, you pick up six tidbits of information. Multiply by how many people you help. Gold mine. Gold mine. Why don't you come in here and fucking tell people? Come on over here. Joelle, everybody wants to see you. Who wants to see Joelle right now? Who wants? Everybody says they want to see you. Okay. Sure. Literally flossing with these. Hi, everybody. So with our courses, we are always adding to them. So let's say we get another fearful dog in six months from now. And we do some different protocol that we're like, wow, that was cool. We'll add it into the course. Like you have them for life and we're always updating them. When so the, the price goes up to full price when tomorrow? It's not going up to full price. Oh. It's going to go up 10 bucks a day. But the price will eventually be like over $200. Yeah. Cool. And you're going to see Joel tonight on the What Would Jeff Do show because that's the one that we do Q&A. And I'm not allowed to rant on that show because she fucking hits me in the, in the ribs. She elbows me so fucking hard in the ribs when I so when I when I when I when I ran. Uh, Melissa, uh, training the dog right right off the get builds the relationship because they learn what is expected and not they can't they don't come out knowing how to communicate with us humans. Correct. Monica says, cowers and prongs are now banned in my country, and it's a ten thousand dollar fine if caught with one. I think it's time for bandanas. LOL. Yep, I won't stop using my training tools because some fucking. Um, some fuckwit hasn't educated themselves. Agreed. Were you in Germany? UK? Sweden? Everybody loves to throw shit out about that. Meanwhile, there's countries where, you know, it's, it's so funny. Whenever a female likes to educate me about countries that have banned the tools because they're cruel... They didn't ban them because they're cruel. I assure you, they didn't. But what I always say is, do you know that there's women that can't drive in certain countries? They can't go to school in certain countries? They can't be homosexual, openly homosexual in certain countries? They can't be choose their religion in certain countries? They can't walk down the street unattended by a family member in certain countries? Do you know that Ritz crackers are banned in eight, eight countries? Ritz crackers are banned in eight countries. Ritz crackers. The cracker, Ritz. They're banned in eight countries. Look it up. Not on Google, because Google lies. Go to DuckDuckGo. Um, Emma says, any tips on crate training a puppy that doesn't stop whining, barking in the crate? Yeah, you have to learn how to correct the dog for whining. 
you apply a punisher to stop an unwanted behavior. We can usually we usually do that in one day. One day. So get green to graduate. If you don't own green to graduate, get green to graduate. It shows you in green to graduate. Kim D'Amico says the e-cow is a lifesaver for my dog who has medical issues and can't have any pressure around neck. Uh, be it from owner or dog inflicted. Otherwise, I would have to put on a harness on him, right? That works for a reactive dog. Not correct. JoJo says, hi, everyone. I can't make the live. I'm working, but we'll catch the replay. Have a wonderful Friday and weekend, everyone. Bye for now. Thanks, JoJo. Murph says, hi, Joel. Monica, hi, Joel. Terry's morning, Joel. Hey, Joel. Joel, a lot of people have seen you. Good morning, Joel. Thanks, Joel. I'll get it today. You rule, Joel, Joel, Joel. Everyone, everyone, 20 people. Oh, you're in Spain, yeah. Yeah. So, it's time for the bandana. Ha, ah, she's great with a rib punch. Oh, if you only fucking knew. If you only knew. Why the heck are crackers banned? Not all crackers, Ritz crackers. What did Ritz do to those eight countries? Well, those countries, most, do you know that there's 300 chemicals in food? 300 chemicals in food, or is it 146? That I don't know. That, that are banned in the United, that are banned in, the, the, in, in everywhere else but the United States. There's, there's three, either 146 or 300 chemicals that, in food that we use in the United States that are banned in other countries. Two dogs in the deuce. Sorry, I'm late. Good morning. Good morning to you. Banned uh, for the use of cow seed oil in the crackers. Ah, yes. Seed oils are, are, there's not enough, people don't know enough about seed oils. Do your research on seed oils. All right, guys, that's the show. Thank you so much. Don't forget, grab your uh, Fearful Dog course. So I guess it's going to go up $10 a day. So in five days, it'll be full price. Five days, it'll be full price. All right, everybody have a wonderful day. This is for all of you. And I'll see everybody tonight at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time.